Hi, I'm Vicky. I would like to introduce you to my podcast, Vicky Erotic Tales, where the imagination will make you come for more. Relax, get comfortable yourself, prepared to get wet with this new erotic story I will share with you today. But first, I want to remember that you can support this podcast by showing your love to the Venmo, Zelle or PayPal accounts on the description, or by visiting my online store app, vickytoys.com and finding something special for you or your loved ones. Now, a short message from our sponsors. Espresso coffee makers, grinders, tampers, filters, mugs, water bottles. Barista Pro is the paradise of baristas and coffee lovers. BaristaPro.shop is the online store with all you need to make the best coffee of your choice. Drip coffee, turkey coffee, vacuum coffee, cold brew coffee, capsule coffee, visit BarissaPro.shop now. Gorilla Travel is a virtual travel agency with a strong search engine that will help you find the best fares on air tickets and hotel reservations, cars, boats, bikes, and scooters rentals, tickets for events, concerts, and amusing parks, flight compensations. Visit GorillaTravel.com Gorilla with only one letter L and get the best deals for your next trip. Looking for the perfect sex gift to amuse your partner? Vicky Toys is a discreet online sex shop with a huge inventory on. Love dolls, tap-ons, harness sex toys, dildos, vibrators, clitoris stimulators, bondage gear, anal plugs, condoms, lubricants, and more. Visit vickytoys.com. Our story today is titled The Paint. I'm sure you will love it. Elaine is one of my best girlfriends. I first met her when I was 20 at a house party. Back then her hair was pink and spiky, and I remember she was wearing these large dangly geometric earrings. The thing is the 80s had been long over, but I really dug her retro look. She wasn't the first girl I experimented with, but she was the first girl that I really had anything special going with. That night I had no idea that she was even into girls especially since she was hanging on the arm of this lanky, dark-haired guy with an eyebrow piercing. The two of them were going at it pretty hot and heavy, like some kind of high school makeout session. As it happened, I found out later that she had just graduated and he had just dropped out of alternative aid. He was joining this local LT punk band, which she thought was totally cool. I could see that they weren't going anywhere. The band or the couple, but I kept my mouth shut. There was really no reason to do otherwise. We didn't hook up that night, but we talked during the time that alternate boy was hanging with his bandmates. It was in college, studying art, and I told her that I would love to paint her sometime. She was kind of shy about that. She didn't feel that she was especially pretty, and she felt sort of awkward. I let her know that I thought she had the perfect face for portraits and that she wouldn't have to do anything other than sit still and keep me company while I painted her. You mean I don't have to sit perfectly still the whole time? She asked me. Of course not, just when I'm sketching out a certain feature. And that's the shortest part of the process. She agreed that it wouldn't be much different than what we were already doing. And that she would do it if I really needed her to help me out. I told her that I really did. What I meant was that I really wanted to, but she didn't seem ready to believe it. In the weeks that followed, we came to know each other pretty well as I rendered her likeness onto the best quality canvas I could afford. She was frustrated by the fact that I wouldn't let her see it until it was finished, but she seemed to enjoy our sessions as much as I did. We found out that we had a lot in common. 
similar values and politics. Interest in the arts, Elaine was into photography and fashion design, similar taste in music boy notwithstanding. One thing that we never discussed was my growing attraction for her. She never hinted at any tendencies toward bisexuality. And I didn't want to take a chance of damaging our friendship or scaring her off. So I didn't say anything, but I felt the heat in the room whenever she was around. I knew the excitement whenever I thought about her or the anticipation of seeing her again. Part of me didn't want to finish the painting. Part of me had this irrational fear that when the painting was finished, I'd never see her again. But I did finish the painting. I remember the day quite clearly. She came in that day with her pink hair spiked up and those same geometric earrings she wore the first time I'd seen her. She's wearing head to toe green. And it made me think of a nature spirit, the way her tiny body floated around the room and her musical little laugh echoed around in my head long after the sound had dissipated from the room. At first she sat quietly while I added the finishing touches. She knew that I was almost done and there was something almost magical about it that we both understood. It was almost as if we were holding our breaths in anticipation, knowing that the finished product was so close, so fragile, that we didn't want to do anything to slow it down or break it a last minute. Okay, I finally said, you want to come see? Her eyes lit up. It's ready, she asked tentatively. I nodded and she ran to my side. When she looked at the picture, I heard her inhale suddenly and then she was silent for a moment or two. You made me look so. Beautiful, she said in awe. You are beautiful, I answered. She looked at me with her eyes shining. Something passed between us. I felt I knew what it was, but I was afraid to name it. A moment that seemed it could have gone anywhere if one of us had had the courage to seize it, but neither of us did, and the moment passed. You're very talented, she told me. I wondered if the moment had happened at all. I think this is my best work, I told her. Can I see some of your other stuff? She asked, looking eager. Sure, let's do that while this one dries. It always looks a little different after the paint dries. I took her over to my cupboard and we started looking through my canvases. I didn't have many yet. Most of the pictures I had painted in high school were in boxes painted on heavy paper. Most of the canvases even were, were from school assignments. We flipped through my meager collection. Elaine seemed impressed with everyone. Wow, she told me, I don't think I could ever be that talented. What are you talking about? I asked her. You're a photographer and you design clothes. Yeah, but that's different. You know, photography's not really a talent like painting. I just took a picture of what's there. You create. We all have different talents, Elaine. You use your eyes to see and capture beauty just like I do. You shouldn't undervalue yourself. Don't hide your light under a bushel, huh? She laughed. Exactly. A friendship was cemented that day. Rather than being the last, it was the first that really mattered. It was the day we went from being people who knew each other to being real true friends. Elaine liked my fairy pictures the best, and I sometimes wonder if that isn't the reason that I've painted so many since then. Elaine became my model and secretly my muse. She would sit for me whenever I needed to do a painting for class or even if I just wanted to practice sketching features. One day when I was preparing to do an assignment, she said something that made the hair on my arms stand up. Do you ever do? You know, nudes? She asked quite shyly. Sure, in class I've done a few. I told her trying to be nonchalant. Would you want to? I mean, well, I think it would be a cool thing to have, you know, a once in a lifetime. Or do you think that would be too weird, you know, since we know each other so well? 
No, not at all. I mean, if you were okay with it, I know some tricks to help you if you're uncomfortable. Tricks? Sure, like wearing a sheet, keeping the room warm, stuff like that. Oh, did she blush? That's thoughtful. All in the name of keeping the model happy, I told her with a smile. And if you decide you're uncomfortable at any point and don't want to continue, I just stop. I'll paint over whatever work I've already done and reuse the canvas for something else. I don't want to do anything to make you uncomfortable. I feel totally comfortable when I'm with you, she assured me. There it was again. Something between us, what did she mean? Was it something more than the sum of the words spoken? I had just told her that I didn't want to make her uncomfortable, so I was afraid to ask to pursue it further. She mentioned the nude painting a few times again, but whenever I asked if she wanted to do it, she said she wasn't sure yet. I was patient. I tried not to let it show how eager I was to see her body naked laid out for me to caress with my mind's eye and stroke over the canvas board with my brushes. How often I had imagined it and dreamed about it, hoping that somehow she might feel the same way about me. Alone in the night, I let the fantasy take me away to heights of pleasure. But when she was in the room, standing so near me, I could feel her body heat and smell her shampoo. I would say nothing of the desires that burned within my heart. Finally, the day came. I'm ready, she told me resolutely. I didn't have to ask what she meant. It had been on my mind for so long, and I could see that she had steeled up her courage to take the plunge. I led her to the room, turned up the heat to a comfortable temperature for the clothing impaired, and left to let her take off her clothes and cover with the sheet. It's just like the doctor's office, she said, giggling nervously. She called out when she was ready for me. The doctor can see you now, I said with a chuckle. Or I could see she was tense but relaxing. The next thing we need to do is decide on a pose. I thought I would just lay on a... She looked around, realising that there was no couch in the room. Hmm, what do we do now? I could draw you standing or sitting. In fact, I have a couple of pose ideas of you sitting down under the windowsill. Would you like me to show you, like, all right, you stand here behind my easel where I would be. That way you can see how you'll appear from my point of view. I went to the window and showed her several sitting positions, including one where her knees were over her breasts and her hands down by her feet. It's a good pose that looks fresh and sensual without showing too much detail. The one she chose had her legs together and bent so that the bottom half of her anatomy would be covered, but her breasts exposed. Then she leaned at a 50-60 degree angle on her hand and faced forward toward me. Elaine seemed to have no problem shedding the cloth. It seemed to me that she had been building herself up to do this for a long time, and now she was determined to do so without showing any fear. It made me like her even more. Now she sat in front of me, naked at last. Breathtaking, I said, not even realising that it was out loud. Her breasts were round and firm with large put pale areolas and pale pert nipples. I sketched her quicker than anything else I had ever drawn, and when I reached for my brush, even she was surprised. You finished the sketch already. I stopped what I was doing and looked at her carefully. I researched her face and found no fear. I decided for myself to be brave as well. It's like I was born to paint you like this. The words fell into the air. But there was no tension in the silence, only understanding. The room was infused with a soft kind of energy, a glow of mutual respect, caring, and something else. Dare I even call it love? I painted like that in silence. 
The sun moved down in the sky and the shadows in my painting moved too. They were fluid, almost surreal, as if the viewer could hear them whispering. Something was different now. Elaine felt it, I felt it. She looked at me differently now. She was waiting, waiting for me to finish, waiting for me to make my move. When the last bush stroke was laid down, I nearly dropped my brush and palette. I didn't run to her, but moved with a fluid motion as though pulled by some force beyond my control. I stopped just in front of her without touching her. Now we looked into each other's eyes and calibrated our breaths to one another. The air was thick with anticipation. I could feel our souls being drawn toward one another. I leaned toward her, taking her in my arms, wrapping myself around her. I didn't kiss her lips, but her cheek near her earlobe. I kissed her neck and felt her melt into me. I nuzzled her neck, feeling filled with joy. I had painted her so many times, but I had never been able to touch her like this, to capture her in this way. She was like smoke in my arms, like a dream. Only I knew this was real. I had dreamed this so many times, and this was different. I heard her moan softly, accepting me as I slid my hand down between her legs. She pressed into me as I massaged her moist outer lips. Her moans were like soft mewing, a beseeching sound begging me to take her butt to take her gently. I knew instinctively that this was new for her, yet she was willing because she knew me, trusted me. I took my time covering her neck with kisses, blowing softly across her ear and stroking her gently between her legs. I waited to go further until she was sure she wanted it, until she wanted it so badly that her body was begging. Her head was tipped back, her breaths long and steady. Do you want me inside you? Whispered, our cheeks pressed together, Matt really to you in court to bull Yes, she moaned back. Yes. I pushed two fingers up past her external folds. Her body opened to me as I slid into the velvety flesh and she cried out again. Very slowly, I worded my fingers in and out of her in time with her hard and steady breathing. In and out, I slid past the sticky entrance to her cunny. Her breathing quickened and so did my thrusts. She moaned her pleasure as if in a dream, saying my name and calling yes, yes, and please. Oh God, Tiffany, yes. Oh yes, please. Just like that, baby. Just like that. She was lost in the ecstasy of the moment. She seemed almost possessed some medieval spirit of sexual rapture, the way she rolled in my arms and pleaded for more. It brought her up all the way up so that she was so close. Her moans deepened, her cries edged towards screams. My fingers flew in and out of her, bringing her close to the edge, but then backing off. I slowed and now she went back to the moans from before. I could tell she was wondering why I had not let her come. But what I was now doing felt so good that she quickly forgot to complain. My arm was wrapped around her back, and I now leaned her back on top of the sheet on the floor and slipped out from underneath her. Continuing to work my fingers over her G-spot, I used my other hand to lift her knees and spread her thighs open. When I leaned down and reached my tongue out to touch her, she gasped in shock and pleasure. I liked her inner lips evenly. Tasting the condensed sweetness of her juices, her pussy juices continued flowing in response to the generous tongue bath I was providing and together we slicked up both her sweet nether regions and my mouth with a mix of our fluids. Her sweet taste was encouraging to me as I continued to stimulate her G-spot while I flicked teasingly at her clit off and on. Elaine's head was now thrashing back and forth and the words and moans that emanated from her mouth were all gibberish but each time my tongue danced over her protruding little nub. A high-pitched squeal would escape amidst the lower earthy tones of lust. Each flick was followed by more attention to her lips. And then another flick or series of flicks and then back between her lips. I used my hands to pull her inner labia apart, finally releasing her G-spot with some protest from her. That quickly died down. When I pressed my tongue up inside of her, 
fucking her wet pussy with my driving thrusting organ. Now I could feel her fluids gushing down my tongue and onto my chin as I searched for the tender G-spot with my bending, stretching tongue. Her hands gripped the sheet on the floor and her body began to tense again. I jabbed at her frantically, hopping to bring her off in my mouth and catch a flood of sticky girl come to gobble down. She moaned, thrashed and seemed so close, but just continued on like this rather than exploding in orgasm as I had intended. It didn't seem to bother her, although her moans grew more and more frantic and she bucked her hips into my face almost violently. She felt she was close, but for some reason she just couldn't reach climax. I decided that I would need to slow down again to ease her into this process and seduce her body into letting go. I held her hips still and slid my tongue out of her gushing pussy and pushed my wet fingers back in. It's okay, I reassured her. I want to try some other thing. I brought her up in my arms again and looked into her beautiful face. I couldn't believe that I was so lucky to be here with her, holding her, fucking her on the floor of my studio. I wondered if she would accept her own juice on my lips as I moved in to kiss her. She sucked my tongue hungrily, reveling in her own taste. I could feel another gush of excitement down below as my drenched tongue touched her own. She sucked my tongue into her mouth as though it were a man's cock, performing her oral delights with enthusiasm. My own pussy was drenched now and begging for attention. I broke the kiss to tear off my clothes, wiggling out of a pair of overalls and a plain t-shirt. I had no bra on as I sometimes feel more comfortable without one when I'm painting. My bikini cut underwear were simple and unglamorous and I tossed them aside without much thought. As soon as my clothes were out of the way, Elaine pounced back onto my mouth with a ferociousness that took me by surprise. I slid her inexperienced hand down between my legs and she quickly figured out what to do. She stroked my wet folds as I had stroked hers, encouraging my already copious flow of lubrication. I slid my hand back into her and we continued to manually stimulate each other for some time while she licked and sucked at my tongue. Are you sure you've never done this before? I asked her as she nuzzled my sensitive neck area. How did you know? She gasped. Have I done something wrong? No, my dear. You've done everything right. But I can't. What if I can't? There was a tear and a catch in her voice. I knew I had to make it go away. You will, I assured her, brushing her damp bangs from her face. I am very patient. You just relax and it will happen. I want you to enjoy yourself. That's what's most important, okay? Oh, I, I am. I really am. Tiffany, you are amazing. I've been wanting this for so long, but I was afraid. She'd been wanting me too, all this time. The thought filled me with tenderness and deepened my desire. This amazing girl had wanted me. It was not my imagination or wishful thinking. I had not pushed her into anything she wasn't ready for. I hadn't influenced her to do something she didn't want. There was relief, there was pride, and there was determination. I would make her come if it took the rest of my life. In fact, I didn't mind spending the rest of my life like this, wrapped up in each other's arms, bringing untold pleasures to each other for all eternity. In fact, it sounded like heaven to me. You don't need to be afraid anymore, I told her. I'll take care of you. Can I, I mean, what is it? You can ask me anything. That taste of myself on your lips was like nothing I've ever tasted before. It was such a turn on, I know, I told her with a smile. Could I, you know? She asked, nodding down at my lap. Of course, darling, I would love that. Love, she whispered with a hint of a shy smile. We can talk about that later. Of course, now lay back, sweetheart. 
She called me sweetheart and she wanted to taste me. To lick my pussy like I had done to her. The girl could not stop amazing me. I thought as I did as she told me and leaned back with a smile on my face. Ooh, I gasped as she licked me experimentally. I noticed she stopped exploring the taste. You're sweeter than me, she told me. You'll have to share with me later so I can judge that for myself. I told her, she laughed, you naughty little vixen. Yes, I, A, A, A. Um, I gasped as she descended on my disentrance. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It was my turn to thrash my head back and forth as she slid her wet tongue into my intimate folds. Her method was more exploratory than mine, tracing over my lips and burrowing into the valleys and folds of the inner and outer labia. She hit my clitoris accent, I think, for she seemed as surprised as I was. I howled and begged her to do it again. This is the end of this story, but there is always more. Just gently press the follow button or visit vickytoys.com. Remember, you can always show your love by checking in the Venmo, Zell, or PayPal accounts on the description. Bye.